Hello, magandang buhay! Marhaba to our Muslim friends. Welcome to the fifth episode of Life, Life Love, Love, Financial Freedom. For those who are new to our podcast, we are Delcy and Robert. And we're a newlywed couple who aims to inspire our listeners with our life story, our struggles, and even our small wins. Basically, we just talk about life in general, uh, relationships, or our journey to fi- financial freedom. We would like to emphasize that we are not life, love, or financial coaches, but we are just very passionate in sharing our journey so that maybe one or two individuals who's listening to our podcast could be able to relate with what we've gone through and will be empowered to go on as well. For today's episode, we've entitled it, It's Okay Not To Be Okay. And this has nothing to do with in relation to the K-drama on Netflix. But we thought it would be fitting Watch because it. it relates to mental health and their own personal experiences, such as uh, experiences with depression and anxiety. Okay, Han. So what can you share about your personal experiences with anxiety and depression? What can you share to our listeners? Um... Well, it's something I think I've probably had my whole life, but I was never really diagnosed with it until like later on. And yeah. maybe high school I had it, and then kind of went away for a while. Then when I joined the military, it came back, and then I was diagnosed with something else called um, dysthymia. Yeah. It's a low level of chronic depression, depression that can last for years. And basically, I feel like most of the time I feel like I have very low energy and have no motivation, um, mm. feel hopeless, have low self-esteem. So how did this affect your life growing up or to experience any hurdles that you drink uh, when you were growing up? Yeah, I had a really hard time when I grew up. I think when I was in elementary school, uh, I felt okay, like I had a small group of friends and I used to always hang out with and uh, play basketball with when I was younger. And I think when I went to middle school or high school, I became more, um, what's the word, like cautious Oh yeah. about myself. Like I was very insecure and I never felt like I fit in with anybody because when I moved, went to high school, it just seemed like a whole different world for me and I just never fit in and you know when I moved when I went to high school everybody already had their own group of friends because yeah. I moved I moved to a new a new school and I didn't know anybody and most of the time I was always by myself I, I was usually that kid who sat by himself in the lunchroom all the time <laughs> yeah really adolescence is really hard that's the phase that's uh, I think mostly very difficult to deal with yeah, like uh, just being alone all the time is like one of the worst feelings and you can feel because one of the, what, what makes it so bad is when you're alone and you're always alone with your thoughts. Yeah, it always. that's what they always tell me. <laughs> yeah, when you're alone with your thoughts, you it, it kind of help, helps uh, trigger your depression and makes it worse because <laughs> yeah. 
because I had no friends really, so I was always by myself. <laughs> the, so, only, the only thing that entertained me at the time to help me forget about it was when I would just go home and watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> So how did you deal with all these things?、Um, I didn't really deal with it. I just kind of just held it in most of the time, like because、yeah. I, I grew up in the '90s, so like, depression and anxiety wasn't very something you can really openly talk about back yeah. then. Yeah, there's still stigma actually way back. Yeah, and then,、uh, I think I was on some kind of medication when I was in high school. Then I stopped taking it. Because I just didn't want to be addicted to it my whole life. Yeah. And then I joined the military later on, around when I was twenty-four, and then everything just got worse over there. During the military. Yeah. Yeah. That got started when I was in basic training. Because when I when I joined, you know, I was already really scared about <laughs> joining the military. Yeah. Because you know, like you, you see movies like Full Metal Jacket, and you see them like yelling at you all the time in basic、yeah. training, and that's what I was afraid of. Because you know, I, I was afraid of getting yelled at all the time. So that was true. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> that's the reality. Yeah, I mean, he was just, but the, you know, before you join, they tell you like, oh, they're yelling at you, but you know, they really want to help you and whatnot. But, yeah. So that's what I was told when I talked to other people, but. When I joined, it just it was just really bad because I was really nervous all the time,、um, and I could never like do the things that they that the instructor would tell me to do. Yeah. Because I was like very, I was really nervous, so I'd always mess up all the time, and then he would yell at me all the time. Then later on, he would just start、uh, pretty much bullying me and picking on me all the time.、Mm. And he would always like yell at me in front of everybody and embarrass me.、Yeah. Like it happened for like. It's been so hard. Eight weeks. Yeah, one of the worst was when. <laughs> was when I, like whenever we go to eat lunch. Yeah. All the instructors, they have their own table,、mm. in the cafeteria called the snake pit, so they can look at all the other trainees and、okay. keep an eye on them, but. One of the worst things to to happen is like whenever you get called up there all the time, cause, yeah, because they notice something that you're doing wrong. But he'd always call me up there just to pick on me. Oh my god. Okay, and then you can't complain. It's it's a form of bullying. Yeah, I mean, because because it's part of the training, right? Yeah, that's what they always. Plus, the one of the worst things is that、um, you have nobody to complain to because. Everybody in the organization, they're all in like cahoots with each other, so、yeah. they always got each other's backs to protect each other. Yeah. And then. And then、uh, it wasn't just my instructor. First,、uh, it was just my instructor. Then later on, all the other people that were I was training with, they do the same thing too.、Mm, that's pretty bad. Yeah, it just kind of happened nonstop, but I just kept pushing forward. Cause,、uh, uh, oh, one of the other things that really made it hard was my when I joined the training was like six weeks. If you can, that's that's what the original timeline was. But since I kept I would get、uh, recycled, which is whenever you, the instructor decides to like push you back another、yeah. week or so. I I got recycled like three times, so <laughs> <laughs> so my my training 
went from like six weeks to maybe like, I don't know, 12. Oh my god. <laughs> so the, the only positive thing about that was when I finally graduated was that <laughs> I had a pretty good amount of money <laughs> in my bank account. Really? <laughs> yeah. Compared to everybody else. <laughs> yeah, but I think nobody deserves to go through what you've been through. And every time you tell me about the these things that you've been through, yeah, I feel so bad. <laughs> yeah, I had a really hard time because I, I did most of because he would always um, threaten me and tell me that I was gonna get kicked out. Yeah. Or whatever, because I mean, you know, when you come in, you don't know anything, so you just don't know if he's lying or if he's just making empty threats. But you did that to me like every day, and then. But you outgrew this, and then. Oh, so somehow. Stayed, you uh, stayed in the military for eight years. Yeah, somehow I How did this graduate. happen? I don't know. I, <laughs> I just pers- I just persevered, and eventually I landed in a, in another group of trainees with a different instructor, and I was able to make it through. Yeah. The the only thing that kept me going at the time, like. When I was in the military, was all I kept thinking about was when I graduate, I can, <laughs> yeah. I can finally watch Naruto again. <laughs> that's the, that's the only thing that kept me going. Cause okay. You don't understand because before I joined the military, yeah, like um, yeah. the Naruto, the this. Naruto anime was like had to go through like two years of filler episodes. Yeah. So they weren't continuing the storyline, so I I waited a really long time. <laughs> But then they start continuing the storyline again. Okay. And then I found out that the storyline is going to start over again right around the time I was supposed to originally graduate, which was in February, because <laughs> I joined in December. <laughs> and then okay. I kept getting recycled, so I could never watch it. <laughs> and then finally when they're graduated. That's, that's, how, that's all I kept thinking about the whole time. Then mm-hmm. when I finally graduated, the first thing I did... Was I? I went to the internet cafe. <laughs> I bought this card. What which, year was this on? <laughs> like two thousand seven. Yeah. I bought this internet card to use at the internet cafe, <laughs> and they charge they charge you like five dollars an hour to use the computer. <laughs> what? I think I stayed there for like four or five hours <laughs> to try to catch up <laughs> with everything. But <laughs> so what did you learn from Naruto? Oh. Actually, you've told me this already, <laughs> but oh. share to our listeners. No, it's just perseverance and to overcome like any obstacles that were put in front of you. Yeah. So just basically become resilient, like like most Filipinos. Yeah. So I just held on to like I just held on to something called hope. <laughs> yes. Always have hope and have faith. Yeah. Even though nobody else believed in me, I just kept. Hold on, holding on, holding on to hope, just because uh, so maybe one day it might get better. But I, but I thought I was gonna get better right after I graduated and joined the military, but I didn't. Well, there's always something that comes up in our life. Yeah, uh, when I joined the military, I was already everybody had. I didn't realize it, but I was probably already pretty traumatized with my experience in basics, so I was very, I was very anxious. And yeah. I was always afraid of making mistakes because I thought that, you know, in the military, they they always make give you a hard time and make fun of you and yell at you, you know, whenever you make any little mistake, right? So.
So it must have been a really hard time for you during your military days. Yeah, uh, I was always depressed. I couldn't sleep. I I was scared to go to work every day because of my anxiety. Um, I was on so many medications like sleep meds and antidepressants that yeah. never worked. Um, I hated the people that I worked with. <laughs> God. Yeah. Because I had terrible supervisors.、Um, I don't like my co. I don't really like most of my coworkers because they act like, you know, they're your friends, but they're not. Because I know, I, I know they talk behind my back. <laughs> yeah, you can have to choose your friends. Not all but, people are going to I mean, be your friends. Huh? And they act like that they're your friends even after they talk behind my back. But I know what they're doing. Okay. So what helped you overcome all these things? Um, well, before it was Naruto. Yeah. And then the show got terrible when they started Naruto Shippuden because <laughs> it's not as good as the original Naruto. Okay. Because they really screwed up when they made Shippuden, and then、uh, after that,、uh, basically I was just trying to seek inspiration. I mostly sought my inspiration from like anime and stuff. Yeah. And then later on,、um, I discovered、uh, Charmaine Clarice Pimpenko.、Wow. <laughs> she was she she was my second favorite inspiration. Oh my! We're back at this again. Yeah. And then. Yeah, I was like really inspired by her story of how she wanted to help her mom, and she went to like all these singing contests just so she can help support her mom because her mom was working like. <laughs> Almost twenty, twenty-four hour, twenty hours a day or something. Yeah. So you're a great Charisse fan. Yeah, I was a Chaster back then. What?、Uh, And then she betrayed me. <laughs> some some idiot named、uh, Jake Zaris <laughs> killed her. Yeah. So until now you haven't moved on. Yeah, I'll never forgive Jake Zaris. <laughs> okay. If, Besides the people that I work with in the military, I've never hated someone so much. God, but you still listen to her songs. Yeah, then I get sad and want to cry because <laughs> she's no longer around. She's、yeah. no longer with us. She's dead. Yeah, she's dead. So we'll just listen to our Korean. I'll have our my mem my memories of her. Yeah, we'll have only BTS and Blackpink. Yeah. So aside from Cherise and your animes, what else did you do to overcome all these obstacles?、Um, I just never gave up hope because、um, I knew as long as I kept trying,、um, something good was about would eventually happen. Like,、um, like for the long, for example, for the longest time,、uh, I was single. Like,、uh, I didn't meet. Felt like I was about thirty years old is when I finally met you. Yeah. <laughs> But during those the times before that, you know, I was always single and never thought I was gonna、um, meet anybody. I thought I was gonna be alone for the rest of my life. Yeah.、Uh, even some people would probably I think some people made fun of me. They they 
offended by <laughs> that I was like gay or something <laughs> or they would make fun that I, I can't get any girls things like that no, no matter how many times everybody kept telling me those things you know I never I never gave up that I thought I thought that one day I would finally meet somebody and wow. also and I always told myself that whoever is my first girlfriend, I would probably end up marrying. <laughs> and that's what happened. Because <laughs> I didn't meet you till I was like about 30 years old. <laughs> and I never had a girlfriend before. What? But aside from that time, okay? Going to our love story. <laughs> If you're going through that, of course you have to seek professional help, right? Yeah, I find it really, really helps just to be able to just talk to somebody in, in private. Because so, what I like about that is, you know, like, they're not there to judge you and you yeah. can keep it in private. And the whole world doesn't have to know about your problems. Yeah. Just the problem that I had before when I was in the military because mm. whenever I wanted to go to an appointment, I had to tell them that, you know, it's for mental health. That's the last thing. If anybody out there is suffering from any issues like that, yeah. the last thing you want to do is have the whole world know yeah. what you're going through. But the bottom line is, it's really okay not to be okay. I mean, we all have bad days and we can just pretend that we're okay. Right? We can just be positive all the time. But at the end of the day, yeah. After we've gone through that period, we have to move on. Yeah. Um, Keep going. Like sometimes you know, just uh, bad things will happen to you, and you can't continue to blame yourselves for those things that happen to you because they're out of your control. And yeah. You gotta tell yourself that it's not your fault. Yeah, it's not your fault that these things happen to you. Yes, there are some choices, but there are things that you can't, you can't just... You can't really control what other people say, say or do to you. You just gotta keep pushing forward and try to move on. And you don't need validation from other people. You have to just focus on yourself. Just do good and be kind to other people. Yeah, because, you know, uh, just giving up and dying is easy, but... Having, um, trying to continue your life takes real courage. Yeah, so we'll just leave it at So guys, if you like this episode, we would love to hear from you. Follow us on our social media platforms. That's life, that love, that financial freedom in Facebook and Instagram. And you can also leave us a comment or review in Apple Podcast and message us in Anchor. Or if all those doesn't work for you, you can also email at us at life.love.financialfreedom at gmail.com. Thank you. Until next time. Bye. Bye.